it's your boy Un, your host for the Portraits of Grace Quarantine Podcast. I have today with us a very special guest, Suwon. What's up? Hey, how's it going, brother? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm going. I'm, it's going well. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so before we continue, I do want to say that Suwon was supposed to be a co-host on this show until he bailed out. Do you have any comments that you want to make about that? Yes. <laughs> well, like, uh, <laughs> it became like a really busy period um, on my project and my work. Uh, and I would have loved to stayed on as your co-host, but unfortunately work got in the way. However, I've been listening to your podcast episodes and you've been doing a terrific job without me. So I don't think you really needed me. I think it would have been better with you. Nah, nah, and also, when Jesus says in the Bible, take up the cross after me, I don't say, oh, I'm too busy with work. And then uh, just I, don't, I don't think you meant just like abandon work and uh, podcast okay. episodes, though. <laughs> I did feel a little betrayed, though. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, let's get, to, get into a Bible trivia question right away. Um, is your favorite disciple Judas? Because you like to betray people. Wasn't there another Judas too? Okay. Great way to dodge the question. Well <laughs> done. You would have been the perfect host for this show. Wait, wait, wait. I have a Bible trivia question for you. For me? Okay, let's go. Because yeah, I've been I know everything. So. I know you do? everything you do? about so the Bible. I learned this the other day. All right. Okay. okay. Sure. Moses's Moses's siblings' names were Miriam, and his Aaron. sister, and Aaron, his brother. What were the names of his parents? Are we talking about his adopted parents, the Pharaoh and his the princess, his, his, his biological his actual... parents? His biological parents. It's obviously this is such a what is this like third grade? I knew what this in his? the second. <laughs> Okay. Stop stalling. I'm not stalling. The answers are obviously... You better not be Googling. Ezekiel no. and... Linda. Linda? Is very Hebrew name? Very Hebrew names back in the days. Of course, uh, uh, the sound has been lost due to translation. So many translations over the years. King James, um, LeBron James, <laughs> different, different uh, types of... Uh, I, I don't know. See, when I was stalling. I was stalling. What what is it? Um, Amran and I'm not sure if I'm saying this name right. Jochebed or Joshbed? I'm not exactly sure how to say it. Okay, so who who would know this? Who, who pastor Pastor Stephen and uh, Pastor Walton. Okay. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Well, I I'm did, just, I'm I just was like curious crappy... and looked it up the other day. I'm just a crappy podcast host, so you're you're expecting way too much from me. All right, let's do this, man. Since you threw down the gauntlet, let's let's do an actual Bible trivia question okay. for you. Okay, I'm gonna set a timer for sixty seconds. Okay, okay. so you get a full minute, and I want you to tell me. Um, Jesus performed over forty miracles in the New Testament. I'm going to ask you to name as many as you can in 60 seconds. So nothing broad like, oh, he healed a guy. You know what I mean? But 
more specific, okay? Starting now. Um, he's turned water into wine. Okay. He uh, healed a leper. He uh, raised the centurion servant, or no, no, he uh, healed the centurion servant. He raised the, um, the, the dead girl um, from back from dead. Okay, okay, um, okay. He, um, crap. Um, you got 30 he, seconds left. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Oh, he he um you got made the lame he made the lame walk. You know the guy that came in from the roof. Okay. Um, what else? You got um, seven. Oh, he raised Lazarus from dead. Okay. Um. Oh man. Oh, he um he uh, told uh, the disciples to throw the nets on the other side of the boat and catch the fish. Okay. Um. He walked on water. Okay. Oh, he he did uh, the five thousand. He fed the five thousand. Times up. Times okay. up. <laughs> so you got eleven or twelve. I wasn't nice. counting very accurately, but eleven or twelve. That's a that's pretty good. That's uh, if this was a final, you would have a twenty five percent. Oh, that's a failing failed. grade. You, you you missed a pretty big one that Jesus did, where like I don't know if you heard of it, but. He died on the cross and then he rose again. Would that be considered a miracle? Like, have you done it before? Well, no, no. Right, so but it's like, a I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if I can. Okay, fine. Yeah, let's consider that a miracle. <laughs> it's the biggest miracle of them all. <laughs> all right, it's getting a little Cut out of hand. Cut that out. <laughs> okay. Um, any shows you've been watching lately? Netflix, you know, Hulu, Disney Plus. Alexander Hamilton. I actually watched Hamilton in theaters. Um, okay. I actually watched it twice, and um, yeah, it was really uh, quite a great experience seeing them. And yeah, I haven't I haven't seen them in um, on Disney Plus because I don't have a subscription. Um, to be honest, like uh, I usually love binge watching TV shows like on Netflix or other streaming platforms. But okay. what's the last show since, you've been watching? Yeah, yeah, since the uh, pandemic started, I really haven't been on watching shows um the last one i finished was uh it's, it's called homeland um starring claire danes and damian lewis and um oh i forget his other name mandy pink pinkin patinkinson i think um it's about a cia spy who has bipolar disorder and but she's like really good at her job for some reason with bipolar disorder and um yeah, it, 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 they actually ended their final season, and it's honestly one of the best shows I ever watched. And then I also watched um, uh, Westworld on uh, HBO. Um, I think I, I think uh, uh, talking with the other members at ELM, they all love um, Korean dramas. I actually cannot stand them. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm scared to say that to be honest, because um, like I know that there's some like. Uh, like some rabid fans of uh, K dramas um, at ELM, but um, yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I I just can't really get into them to be honest. Yeah, so a lot of our members are grabbing pitchforks right now <laughs> and gathering in your yard. It's it's just that like when I watch them, it, okay. So like one. Um, the char- like uh, I, I feel like a lot of the draw the. Um, the stories and the characters are sort of one-dimensional to me 
And um, okay. a lot of times, like the characters, they may play like, uh, I don't know, they may play like a poor person without a job or something. And then they have like porcelain pale skin, their hair is perfectly coiffed back. They're like tall and lean. And I'm like, you look like a model. You don't look like you don't look like someone that's out of a job. That's, so it just seems very odd uh, when I um, watch a Korean drama like that. And um, yeah, I remember seeing a well, clip. I, hmm? Hold on, Suwon. So I'm out of a job right now, and uh, my my mom tells <laughs> no, me. No, that's I'm, not what I'm saying. <laughs> my mom tells me I'm a B plus on a good day, so I, I feel kind of offended. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just, okay, cut that part out. Cut that part out. Okay. <laughs> no, but like no, um, I, I get what you're saying. They're just they're just actors. They look like they're actors. Yeah, they're no, actors. but like when you watch an American drama, they they sort of look more gritty. They look they look almost realistic. You know what I mean? Okay. You don't know what I mean. No idea, man. Okay, forget it. Korean people just look like Korean people. They just happen to be very handsome looking. I mean, I I remember watching um a clip on YouTube for this one Korean drama, it was called um, uh, like Dynasty of the Sun or Descendants of the Sun. Okay. I remember watching, a, uh, it was a clip with um, this one guy, he was talking to a, um, to a doctor, this uh, woman doctor, and he, he caught up with her saying like, hey, I need to explain something to you. He's trying to um, explain like a, situ- like a situation to her. And then she's not hearing any of it. So she takes out her phone and she's about to call the cops and then he just like slaps the phone out of her hand and it's like really dramatic for some reason for some reason and um and then like he puts the phone in in his pocket and then the woman's like give me my phone back he's like no not until you hear me out and he just walks off and then like uh the, the woman she's just standing there and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> don't just stand there like a wimp call security and it's just i thought it was just a really weird scene and it just didn't seem realistic to me yeah like, I, those that, are my grievances that that show was kind of absurd i i watched one episode with my girlfriend before i threw up from watching <laughs> this show and um it's it, I, I get what you mean now because like those two guys are supposed to be like like elite soldiers like going behind the lines in North Korea like fighting like Kim Jong-un right but like they look like they're like from BTS yeah they yeah look, exactly like it, at least in American shows like if it's like a you know like a fighter like he looks like a fighter you know what I mean not like yeah. he's in a boy band so yeah I, I feel you I feel you I get what you're saying I'm really scared if you're actually gonna include this in the episode to be honest and, is, and, and hearing the backlash from the other ELM members I, I don't cut out anything uh, I censor nothing um, so let's see are you quarantined uh, with any family members or just you and Jesus Christ um, my so yeah my family my, my as in my parents and my younger brother um, I mean, we haven't just been staying in the house, but um, we, um, yeah. So like uh, we came back from a vacation in, in, in March and then we were quarantining right afterwards. And then, mm-hmm. then the lockdown happened and we couldn't really um, do much outside of the house besides grocery shopping. But um, yeah, uh, me and my family. Yeah, it, it's been 
I've been, you know, like looking forward to grocery shopping because, like, that's like my only like source of outing. Where do you like to go? Uh, there's this place called the Amish Market right near right near me. It's uh, it's in Westchester, and uh, they have like donuts and oh. like uh, Baylor's donuts, which are very popular in Center City and Reading mm-hmm. Terminal. There's usually like an hour wait there, but in this location, it's the same donuts, and there's no wait because not not a lot of people know about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So let's move on. Because that's like Pizza in Westchester. So. Oh really? So you you drive out here for work? Um, oh, I mean much. you've been you've been quarantined. Yeah. But so, like even when I'm even when I wasn't like, it was rare that I would go into the office. Right, 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 right. Um, so has it been harder or easier for you trying to balance your work and life? Honestly, I haven't really noticed much of a difference because typically with my job, I work remotely anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like uh, the good thing about my job is uh, I don't have to really uh, go into an office. Um, it's more so like I just have to get my work done at home. Um, like my manager, <clears throat> my managers, uh, don't, uh, live in Philly. They, one's in, um, I think one's in, um, Milwaukee, the other one's in St. St. Louis, Missouri. So, um, yeah, like I see them maybe twice a year, maybe three times. Um, so yeah, SAP employees, at least consultants, we work remotely most of the time. So I haven't really seen much of a difference, uh, I think I was supposed to be on on site with a customer in San Jose, California, uh, this month. But yeah, unfortunately, with the lockdown, I wasn't able to go. Okay. Um, so you haven't been watching a lot of TV shows, and your work life has just been about the same thing. Um, what have you been doing for entertainment? Um, Reading so... the Bible, singing hymns, <laughs> three hours yes. a day. Of course, of course. So I think like uh, with a lot of people, like, yeah, I, I play video games here and there. But for me, like if I play video games like way too long, I feel like I like if it's anywhere over an hour, I feel like I wasted part of my days. Um, I just bought a, uh, a fishing license. So um, but like uh, I was actually I was actually walking through uh, Wegmans and I was in the seafood department and I saw, I wanted to buy some fish and I was like, it was pretty expensive. And I was like, oh, I don't want to spend all this money on the fish. So I was like, why don't I just catch and eat them? So I was like, I'm, I'm just going to buy a fishing license and I'm just going to try going out fishing. Cause like, apparently like, uh, like the Lockout Reservoir here in upper Dublin, um, they stock it with trout and you can even go to like Wissick and Valley park and you can, fish there too as long as you have a license oh really so it's something that you're like trying out for the first time no i I fished in the past uh, but i've never had a license Mm -hmm. um i just fished in like a private lake and um yeah uh, so i know how to fish it's so i'm uh, like i'm stuck inside and i like getting fresh air so i was like you know what I'll, i'll start fishing and I think it's a, I think it's a hobby that sort of pays or pays for itself. Um, you get free food out of it, hopefully. 
So, <laughs> yeah, that's my plan. I don't know though, man. Because like, what if you catch a fish and it's like, like there's like radiation or something, and you get yeah. sick, you know? No. So like uh, the Philadelphia Fish and Boat Commission, they actually raise the uh, the fish, uh, like trout. And then every year they release it into the Pennsylvania waters. So uh, it should be okay. Okay. And there's no radiation here near here. Okay. Uh, and uh, speaking of food, uh, have you had any uh, like favorite quarantine snacks or anything? So my CJ knows this, but um, I'm obsessed with uh, taro, actually. Um, I love uh, the flavor of taro. And I've been trying to... Um, yeah, I've been trying to like just, uh, uh, experiment with like cooking different types of taro uh, foods. Um, I ordered this, uh, Hawaiian taro food called poi and, um, I tried, yeah, like, uh, you, it, it comes in a powder form, but usually, um, you just, uh, you just basically mash, uh, actual taro root, but um, yeah, I, I put in the water and I mixed it and I ate it and it was awful. It was just <laughs> awful. Um, it was just really bland. And then I, I learned that after one day it turned sour, it's still edible for like a couple weeks apparently, but it was, uh, it was just sour, tasted horrible. It was just a big letdown. I just I had to throw it away. Um, and then, yeah, I, like I like uh, ordering like foreign snacks um, from like Amazon. So yeah, I ordered some uh, taro um, snacks and to try out. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we like to ask this to all of our guests. Um, do you have a favorite restaurant that you are really craving right now that you haven't been able to go to because of the quarantine? I do. Um, so I love halal food and, uh, uh, there's actually a halal restaurant in West Philly. It's called Sods and, uh, there's a, uh, lamb, uh, shawarma platter that I really want to try. And, um, yeah, I've been craving that. Oh, that sounds delicious, man. <laughs> I, I found myself really, really craving Indian food. Oh yeah. I love Indian food also. Like, I just want to like take it out where's your favorite ending place it. i think i like aman's the best oh uh, yeah same with me. yeah their food just it tastes clean you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh, yeah. what do you think about um saffron wait saffron. it's an ambler there's i think they have another restaurant in Bryn Mawr. yeah i haven't been to saffron then. yeah it's, it's expensive ambler. though yeah i haven't been compared to aman's yeah, Amaz is cheap too. How do they keep it so cheap? I don't know. If you go into um, if you go into University City, there's a couple uh, Indian buffet places. They're sim similarly uh, priced. Yeah, dude. You know when they when when the management sees someone like me come in, they're like, ah, oh, <laughs> they really releasing money today. Because I put, me. I put away at least like like six seven plates. Really? With Indian? No, Indian food, it's heavy. You can't put away that many plates. Well, I try not to go as heavy with, like, the thick stuff, oh. like the chicken masala. I try to go, like, hard with, the, like, the lighter stuff. Oh. Yeah. 
And then, like, I, I was counting the desserts, too, so. Got it, got it. Desserts don't really fill you up that much, I don't think. Yeah, so, Suan, so I know that you tra- like to travel a lot, you know, obviously pre-quarantine. Um, is there any, like, specific, like, plans that you had that were ruined by the COVID? Um, so, I, yeah, as I said, I was supposed to um, – I was supposed to actually be out in San Francisco at the Bay Area uh, this month, but then, um, yeah, for, with the, for work or for work, for work, yeah, okay. sorry. Um, but the lockdown happened, and we can't really go there. So we're doing all our work remotely. Um, as far as like uh, vacation plans, so yeah, like as I said uh, previously, like I came back from a vacation in March and it was actually really interesting what happened. Um, so like, um, my family and I, we, so we traveled to, uh, Europe and we landed in Prague and, uh, we spent the day in Prague and then we take, we took the, uh, train to Berlin and in Berlin, we spend the day and then we, we went to sleep and, when I go to sleep, especially when I'm jet lagged and in a different country, I flip my phone over because it has a feature where uh, if I flip it over, I get no no notifications whatsoever. Um, No vibration, no ring, no um, flashing lights. So um, yeah, I went to sleep and I woke up suddenly at 2.30 because of jet lag. And I usually don't try to check my phone if I'm jet lagged, but then I had an inkling to check my phone. So I um, checked my phone and I had a text from uh, John Moon. And he said, yo, Trump just, uh, Trump just announced that he's banning travel from Europe. And I first thought that it was a joke. I was like, haha, that's funny. And I was just going to dismiss it and go back to sleep. But then just for good measure, I went on to Google and I, I looked up uh, Trump travel ban Europe, and sure enough, um, the article on Newsweek was in, it wasn't more than like um, ten minutes old or half an hour old, I think. And I read it, and sure enough, uh, Trump was planning on banning travel from Europe to the United States. So I immediately woke up and went to my parents' room, and I knocked on their door, and I'm like, "Get up, we need to leave." So we packed everything up, we checked out of the hotel, we went to Berlin Central Station and we took, we bought four tickets and we took um, a five hour train ride from Berlin to Frankfurt Airport. So, um, and mind you, it's still like three or four in the morning now. And we get to Frankfurt Airport uh, at, uh, I I think it was around like seven or eight. And the airport, uh, it's still relatively empty. And we get to the American Airlines desk and there's no one there. I was like, oh no, we came all the way here and they're closed. But then um, we wait like five minutes and an American Airlines uh, employee appears and we tell them the situation. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she um, she's like, okay, I have, a four, I have four seats that I can give you for uh, tomorrow. We can rebook your flight. So we're like, okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. So we rebooked our flight for the next day. And since uh, we need to stay in, uh, in Germany for an extra day, we uh, booked a two rooms in the Frankfurt airport hotel. 
Okay. And then we need to kill the day. So we decided to just uh, take a day trip to Heidelberg. So I, I show them um, what Heidelberg looks like. I, I used to live in, a, in the area of, um, for, for work a couple of years ago. So I showed them uh, Heidelberg. Um, we had a great time. And uh, when we come back to our hotel at the end of the day, um, we're going past the, uh, going past all the security lines and the, um, um, the lines in for the uh, ticket agents. And it's just packed. There's like all these, it mu they must've been Americans. They're like just scrambling to get out of the country now. Yeah. So it's packed. And uh, yeah, we fortunately did everything and we rebooked. So we went back to our rooms and we went to sleep. And next day we woke up and, we were able to safely come back to the uh, country to, to into Philly international. But yeah, like thinking back, like if I hadn't checked my phone, if I hadn't woken up um, and gotten that text from John moon, like I could have been stuck in that country. Like if I was just traveling by myself or maybe with friends, I, I would have just said like, you know what, let's take our chances and let's just come back um, uh, after our trip is finished. But then, it, yeah, it was with my parents and my family. So, um, yeah, we had, like, I had to get them out of the country. Wow. Uh, praise God that it all worked out. Yeah. It, so it's like, uh, this story is just a long thank you to John Moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, John Moon. Thank you, John Moon. <laughs> Always watching our backs, man. That John Moon I know, guy. John Moon. <sighs> Hashtag blessed. Oh. Okay. Um, so we are running out of time. Um, do you have any, do you have any recommendations who, for who we should interview next? John Moon. <laughs> he's, he's, he uh, got me out of, out of Germany. So yeah, let's do, let's uh, have you interview John Moon next. Okay. I, I'll ask him for his side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just be like, yeah, I saw this article. So I texted him about uh. it. <laughs> Um, and then lastly, do you have any prayer requests? Um, I think, yeah, just like uh, the, safe and, the safety and health of uh, my family and friends. Um, and also, yeah, with work, uh, it's still pretty busy. Um, just allow me to maintain sanity, have patience towards my coworkers, um, mm -hmm. and not to really get overwhelmed by it. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. Hey, Swan, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I really enjoyed talking to you. All right. Nice meeting you again. Yep. Um, You're doing a good job. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Like, you know, Pastor Wallen texts me all the time. And he's like, this was a mistake. <laughs> and, you know, so it's nice. It's nice to uh, hear some positive feedback sometimes. You know? All right. Anyways, hey, thank you so much. All right. Have a go.